Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. But guess what? We heard all across the world. Wow, well, I am super excited to have all those that are listening in, our faithful listeners that check us out at Charvette.com, our podcast listeners that are checking us out on iTunes, and then all of our broadcast stations and rebroadcast stations. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for checking me out here today. As you know, the goal of my show is to motivate Excite and influence, and we're going to do just that today. I'm bringing to the virtual studio two authors, an author and a poet, actually. So in the first segment here, we're going to be talking to Tanya White. She is back by popular demand. Listeners, you are familiar with her. Let me tell you, go-getter, trailblazer, visionary, trendsetter, These are just a couple of the words that are used to describe my first guest, Tanya White, that you're going to get to hear from. Um, So many more titles we can mention. She's an author. She's going to be talking about her sixth release. She's an empowerment speaker. She's a life enhancement strategist, relationship coach, and so much more. So you're going to get to hear all about her brand-new book, Yes, I Am Enough. Then in our second segment, we're going to talk to Richmond's own. Yet we broadcast from Richmond, but we interview people from all across the World Wide Web. And we're excited because the second guest is actually in Richmond, Richmond's own new up-and-coming poet, published works. Now, she's been in the game, but this is her first published work as a poet, and we're going excited to really feature Etta H. Bond coming up in our second segment um, and she wrote her first poem at the tender age of 12 and now she's got a brand new book out um, I'm telling you with poems and inspiration and you're going to get to hear all about it from Etta H. Bond. So go ahead and jump on social media and tell people you know what hey I'm listening in and I'm listening right now to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show so we can go ahead and get this party Started. And so I'm really excited to bring Tanya White up to the mic. Again, back by popular demand. Listen, this new book, Yes, I Am Enough. There's some questions that are being tackled. Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Am I capable enough? Am I thin enough? Am I handsome enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I strong enough? enough am i lovable enough Ooh, let's bring tanya white up to the mic right now hello 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 tanya welcome back to the charvette mitchell radio show hello charvette how are you doing i am wonderful i am fabulous how are you doing in your side of the world i am fabulous and just happy and excited to be alive first of all today and just Excited to be on your show once again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let us let's catch up. 
certainly uh, someone that is a writer is going to always write no matter what's going on in life. And so this brand-new book that's out, um, Yes, I Am Enough, what, what was the catalyst for you writing this particular book? Oh, goodness. Like all my books, Charvette, uh, I write from personal experience and personal journeys mm-hmm. that the Lord has me on. And I actually started writing this book uh, late 2015 because I was going oh, to wow. question myself, am I good enough? Because life, uh, life circumstances, particularly um, on my job, were having me to question in my mind, uh, even though God had already told me and anointed and uh, appointed me to some positions in life and connected with me some people, when certain mm-hmm. situations and certain people are um, make you doubt yourself by how they treat yeah. you, by what they say passively, aggressively, by them dismissing you, uh, that plays with your psyche no matter how strong and, and faith-filled you are. So I went through that, what's wrong with me? I must not be good enough. I must not know my job well enough. Uh, I was going through some relationship problems, uh, and so I was questioning, oh, I must not be lovable enough or I must not be thin enough for him or pretty Mm. enough. And so all those enough questions had me shrinking back into a place where God did not want me. I was becoming very, um, uh, going back to places where I uh, struggled with low self-esteem and not being the Tanya who God had uh, required me to be at that time. And so I poured myself into writing this book now. Even though I started in 2015, that doesn't mean I finished in 2015 because I got engulfed in those uh, not-enough-isms that people were trying to make me believe. And so I stopped writing uh, on this project mm, until last year. Um, And so I went through, and you know, Romans 8.28 say, when all things work together for the good, literally, Uh and now why I had to go through that uh, because I learned even more uh, life lessons to have me right from a place of truth, transparency, yeah. and honesty, um, so it could bless somebody. I had to get vulnerable. This is the most vulnerable book that I've written, even though it's my sixth book. And I always write from a place of truth. This is the one, okay, I'm going to have to share some things that I didn't want to share uh, because mm. people sometimes see you and see that you're Arthur, see that you this, see that you that. You're thinking in your mind, oh, I can't reveal this because what if they think this about me? So God had to deliver me from that and and to let me know, speaking in my inner ear, girl, I have to, I need you to talk about this. I need you to talk about this so people can see. You ain't always been where you are and you have not always been how people see you. So this was a journey for me to go through of healing, of pressing through, of being brokenhearted, of being questioning my own self and coming through on the end through prayers of, for myself and other people praying for me who didn't even know me, I understand now, so I can get mm. to this season in my life, to know that, yes, I am enough. Whether you think so or not, I'm enough. Why? Because God said I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So that's where I am right now. Yes, 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 yes. And I love that inner ear. He yes. had to speak into your inner ear, like what's on the inside that nobody hears, yes. nobody knows what you're hearing. So I love that transparency and how this really became so not about you. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was it was like, I know what you feel, but this is really bigger than you. This is for yes. somebody else. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. And so tell us about the subtitle for this book. 
Yes, the ten undeniable truths for loving who you are now and who you are destined to become later. It's all about love. God is a God of love. He wants us to love him, wants us to love ourselves, and so we can love other people as he requires us to love. But sometimes we think we're loving God and we're loving people and we don't love ourselves. So the love equation is off balance. So in order for us to really truly love other people, We've got to love ourselves the way God loves us. And how do we know how God loves us? By getting in his word and getting in his presence. So um, we have to love ourselves now, even though we're not where we always want to be at the time. We may mm-hmm. be going through some struggles. We may be failing at some things. We may be deliberately doing some things that are not pleasing to God. But God in his faithfulness and his love, even though we are flawed individuals, individuals he still keeps pressing us because he loves us and so because he loves us in our uh, when we're flawed we have to learn to love ourselves until we press through and get delivered from some things and be a better person in the future so we got to love who we are now as we're Mm -hmm. as we're on this journey towards life and then love the person we become because the person that we're going to become we we don't know yet and so the unfamiliar kind of scares us and so mm-hmm. we can start sabotaging and thinking certain ways about, ooh, God, I know you want me to become this, but I'm scared. So you know yeah. when I'm scared and I don't have people around me to empower and to correct and hold me accountable, I'm going to stay in this scared state right here because everything you show me of who you want me to be, that's scary, and I don't want to be scared. So let me just stay comfortable Insecure in my insecurities is what I talk about in one chapter, because I know this person, even though it's not the right. person you want me to be. I know I'm comfortable with this person, and so even though I may not fully love myself, I'm comfortable with the person I am. So that's how that title uh, became Ten Undeniable Truths, and each um, those ten truths are stand for something. As uh, your your listeners will see in in the book when they buy it on Amazon.com. And TanyaWhite.com. Yes, I am enough. All right. There you go. There you go. I love that. Hello and welcome to all those that are joining us and tuning in from all across the world wide web. Hello. Thank you, Yvette Bentley, uh, for joining us. She's on Facebook saying, hey, I am tuned in. Thank you so much. Shout out to my mom and my sister. Hey, hey, hey. I see y'all tuned in and, and others all across the world wide web. And so this is your sixth book. Yes. What what's the difference in your writing, in your style, and even the approach from the first book to this book? <laughs> oh Lord, my first book was uh, I started writing 13 years ago, and I started mm-hmm. writing. I've always loved to write uh, growing up, uh, but I really started focusing on writing as okay, this is part of my purpose. And when my mom died of lung cancer, and it was like she was in the hospital. Five months later, she was gone to heaven. And so in those five months, I went through a quick, fast, and in a hurry um, reconciliation with some things that we were going through, understanding that life is short, understanding that some people in life are going to be there when you need them most and not going to, some people that you thought were going to be there are not. So writing became my therapy, my saving grace. Um, and so uh, what is different from my first book until now is my maturity in knowing who I am 
and loving who I am, just yeah. the way God loves me. And I'm growing in that every day. And so in, in the love for God and love for myself, I can be truthful without being ashamed of who I am or what I've done, and I can share that with people. Um, in In my writing right now, it's all about, okay, you went through this because you need to write from a place where somebody can connect with you and be healed, delivered, and set free. And then if God wants to make a God connection, they can feel comfortable enough that you are approachable so they can reach out. So that's the difference in my writing. When I first started writing, I was just, oh, I just need to write. And I was just writing my feelings and really just learning the craft. Um, and so what I've learned is that writing is just sharing your voice, sharing your experience from a place of truth and transparency, especially in this day and age when those two things are such a rarity. And so when I do that um, and I have to put myself out of it, I have to stop thinking of what people are going to say or what they're going to think or Ooh, she went through this or she did that. Yes, I did. Um, I was this person. I may still have some little traits in that, uh, but I'm mm-hmm. growing, and I want to share that with people and say you can make it. As I'm growing through and becoming who I am, you can too, but it all starts with a decision and then a determination and then having people around you, reaching out to people, get a coach, get a friend, get somebody who is doing what you want to do and will share with you and hold you accountable to your goals and to your character. So that is the yes. difference. Listen, we are all under construction. You know, yes. <laughs> you think, you know, we all need hard hats on and the yellow tape, like all of our lives, until we go to glory, we are all yes, under under construction. And so what do you say to the person who knows they have, some kind of destiny knows that where they are right now is not the end state and they are struggling with being enough right now. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm working on this, I'm, I'm doing this, so I know down the road I'm going to be good. But mm-hmm. right now in this current state they're struggling with feeling enough. What do you say to that person? What do you say? First, before I say anything, I'm very prayerful. That's another difference in me as a writer now. I'm very prayerful and I have to listen to God of what he wants me to write and say to people. And so mm-hmm. now I realize that before I even say anything, I've, I've prayed about it, and God reveals to me what to say and how to say it. Uh, and so I speak to the person that God wants me uh, to speak to them as. And so he wants me to speak to where he has desired for them to go. And so they may not feel enough. They may not feel good enough to start that business or, you know, um, may not feel uh, qualified enough because they may not have certain degrees. But I try to speak, I pray, and then I speak life into them and what God will have me to say to the person that he wants them to become. And so um, I, I know people say, Tanya, you are always, you know, you are always encouraging on my cheerleader because we mm-hmm. all need that. We all need somebody to not look at where we are and to speak to where we're going. Now, that doesn't mean you can t- continue to stay where you are because some people get tired of you <laughs> being <laughs> the same old person and disrespecting or ignoring. Some people will get tired, and you have to understand it, and you have to be respectful of their feelings. But God will always continue to see people in your life to speak what he wants. Now, I pray that God doesn't say enough is enough and I'm done with you, so we mm-hmm. have to be careful of that. 
and have to understand that when we continue to be stagnant and be disobedient, we don't know how close we are for God to say that. It's all through the Bible when God took his hand off people and mm-hmm. it had to have some people interceding. But uh, for me, I, I really am prayerful and I pray. And then I speak life to people. Why? Because I want people to speak life to me. And even when people d- don't speak life to me, because I've given life, God returns their life to me. So that is how I uh, approach relationships now. I speak to the person that God has told me that this person is. And so, uh, and if if I'll have different people living, sometimes, you know, I'm not Tanya. Sometimes life has burned me down and I become T, and I have to pray about that before, <laughs> right. before I speak, because T is not, not, <laughs> not the person you want to speak sometimes. And so I have to be, you know, cognizant of that fact too. Am I really yeah. uh, hearing God and acting it? And if I'm not, if I'm not Tanya, acting under God, and I'm T, I have to, I have to back away because sometimes we can our words and how we uh, respond to people, even though we're we're hurting. Sometimes that can hurt somebody for for a lifetime, and we cannot rectify that. So I have to really be prayerful and discerning of how I uh, engage with people. And then if I do, then I have to apologize and know that it's up to the person to accept my apology, uh, and they have rights of their own. So that's how I, that's how I am right now. That's what the space I'm in, Charvette. All right, all right. Listen, that's good. That's a good space to be in, and um, and I love that. You know, this is this is a topic that you've decided to write about. You also speak, um, yes. and and are able to go to events and conferences and churches and. So what are some of the topics that you, um, kind of the titles, if you will, of your speaking topics when you go out to speak? Okay, so, well, I have different ones. For this book, I'm really going to be talking about uh, enough. And um, I have some topics already designed for women. Um, one uh, workshop and a keynote I'm talking about, Enough with Bad Leadership, How to Act Like a Lady mm-hmm. but Lead Like the Lord. Um, when we are women, especially women in leadership, we have to, first of all, know that we are enough, God enough, built God enough, God has qualified us so we can walk in a way that he has destined us to walk and not be swayed um, because women in leadership can be swayed easily. They'll say, you're too aggressive or you're too this, you're too that, and then you mm-hmm. start questioning yourself. So when you are really know that you're enough and you know that God has anointed and called you to a leadership position, you can still act like a lady, but lead like the Lord wants you to lead. The Lord may want you to be aggressive in some, certain situations to get the job done, and he may want you to do this, but you can still act like a lady, and you don't have to be tough and in in like a man. You can act like a lady and lead like the Lord. And in order to do that, you got to know how the Lord leads. The Lord, first of all, wants us to lead in love. He wants us to lead with loyalty. He wants us to lead in a way that brings results. So in order for us to bring yeah. results, we have to have a plan. Uh, and a, not just a plan, but a contingency plan. Okay, what if this plan doesn't work? I need a backup plan in case this plan does not work for this situation and this season and this audience. So we have to be strategic. We have to have systems in place, and we have to plan out, and that's what leadership is, how to act like a, a, a lady but lead like the uh, the Lord. Um, oh, that's good. Mhm, mhm. And then uh, I have some college uh, topics. This generation is uh, 
knowing how uh, enough with just being great. And um, the subtitle to that is How to Unleash Your Extraordinarily Magnetic Phenomenalism. So in my book I say that I'm magnetically phenomenal. And I'm I'm a magnet because of God in me. So because God yeah. is in me, I draw to people to me because they're drawn to the God within me. And I'm just simply, I'm not fabulous, I'm not fierce, I'm just phenomenal right now. I'm in that space where I am just, yeah. I love who God created to me, me to be. All of my struggles who have led that have led me to this particular time in my life, and it's a phenomenal uh, season for me. Uh, and I'm just magnetically phenomenal, and I want everybody else to know that you are magnetically magnetically phenomenal too, because of the God in you and what He's called you to do is some phenomenal things. So those are a couple of uh, uh, topics that I want to talk about from this book. Wow! And so, listeners, you should feel better already. Like you should already. feel a boost in your enoughness already. Tell them again, Tanya, one more time, where they can purchase a copy of your book. Listen, Charvette Mitchell audience, you mm-hmm. can go first of all to TanyaWhite.com. Let me spell that for you. It is T A N Y A. White is in the color. dot com. Go to my online store. Click the Yes, I Am Enough link and get it that way or you don't know me understand you may not trust me go to amazon.com look up yes i am enough tanya white get it don't just get one copy get some get one for your buddy bless them because when you read it with somebody to hold you accountable you're going to learn a, a lot more and be able to share with people so go on and get two go on and get two three four five it doesn't matter there you go <laughs> Go on and do what you do. Go on and do what do you what do. Do what you do. You know when you, you have a something good, if you're at Macy's and they have something good, you yeah. buy more than one. This book is Absolutely. good. Yes, you I say, am I gotta, enough. It's yes. more than just words. It is, it is something that unlocks what has been dead inside of you and makes you come alive and say, you know what? Yes, I am enough. Why? Because God says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. God said I'm created in his image. So if, if I'm the image of God, there's nothing that I cannot do. And you don't want to just keep all that goodness with you. You want to share it with somebody. So go ahead and buy two, three, or four. And there you go. With it. I love that. I love that. Right and now. I am, don't, I am with you. Do it right now. Click on Amazon right now. You'll get it in two days or go to TanyaWhite.com and you'll get it there in three to five business days. Go right now. I love it. I love it. And so I do want to mention some of your past work. You've done a lot in the um, relationship space. So relationship coach, why do people, why are relationships sometimes a struggle for people? Because, first, they don't think they're enough. They don't think they're good enough. Mm. They don't think they're lovable enough or deserving enough to have a relationship that uh, is the image of God. And so when you don't think you're good enough, I had to go through this, you will surround yourself with people who think the same way, who will uh, allow you to be less than God's best. And so when you're around people, when you already feel that way, and you surround your people with, uh, yourself with people who feel the same way, you're not mm-hmm. going to be the person you want to be. And like I talk in my book, uh, Yes, I Am Enough, you start to live in shame, guilt, and blame. You start to play those games. Why? Because you know you're with people who are not uh, bringing out the best in you. And so my, one of my other favorite books that I wrote, 
his relationship reruns, how to break the cycle of choosing the wrong people for the right relationships. And that was based Mm -hmm. off uh, where it says, God said it's not good for man to be alone. So some of us have taken that and said, you know, God don't want me to be alone, so we snatch any old thing or any old person. I call them STDs, just something to do until God sends us. mm -hmm, Just our something to do (laughs) until God sends us who uh, he wants us to have. But there's a catch. God's not going to send you who he wants you to have because you messed up and locked up with that STD. That's something to do, and you won't let that go and become who God has told you to become alone. So when he joins you with your rib uh, or your mm. Adam, y'all won't be shameful in the garden. You're going to have me start teaching up in here, Charvette. Shameful in the garden. You'll be you'll be a God-anointed, equally yoked couple, and when you're that, you don't live in shame. You don't do shameful things. You are. You know your purpose as an individual and as a couple, and then that you can share light on the world and reproduce other couples in the likeness of God. So that's what that book was about. I was I was in a relationship rerun cycle. I was like Samson. I just you should have just called me Samsonetta because I was ah, going. Samsonetta. Uh, yeah, I was going to people who I know I wasn't supposed to be with. Uh, trying to make it and manipulate situations uh, because I wanted it. I wanted them. You know, we all are supposed to be connected, and, you know, we all need that physical affection sometimes, Uh just a hug or something. So, yeah, the relationship. And so I asked the Lord one day, why am I in these, these, uh, the same relationship with different people? Because you keep going in there, little girl, and you ain't salt me. (laughs) You ignored me, (laughs) and I told you from the get-go. That that person wasn't right for you, but you want it, so I let you do what you do. And now, what you hear, you're broken, you're, you're crying, and you're saying they did this, they didn't do it, you did it because you didn't listen to me. Wow. And I've got to throw in and mention that um, you taught Bible study class for almost 10 years to Christian oh, singles yes, at Jesus. one of the largest uh, African American churches in. Louisville, and so licensed uh, minister and all yes. of that. So I, I wanted to make sure our listeners knew and were reminded of those credentials. So I know in those ten years you heard and saw a lot of stories and experienced things yourself. Because often we have to yes, teach from so. a place of the story or the the message hitting us first, and then mm. then going out to other people. Absolutely. Wow, well, it has been great catching up with you, yes, hearing yes. all about this new book. And listen, you know the goal of our show is to motivate, excite, and influence, yes. and we want to know what continues to motivate you. What continues to motivate me? I have five nieces yeah. and nephews who are, I call them my five heartbeats. And so uh-huh. just really looking at them, they range from uh, almost 21 to 3. And so as they look as I look at them and they look at me, I have got to be the best person first that I need to be because they're watching whether I see them or not. And so they're looking at me. And so for order for me to be a role model, I've got to press and be and do and just uh, have resources and connections. So when they need something, I say, you know what, A.T. knows somebody who can help you or A.T. knows some, A.T. has this for you. So um, that's what, that's what motivates me right now, those five heartbeats, because those babies are, you know, the world is different than when I grew up. So it takes a oh, village. Yeah. And so I'm I'm a part of their village. So 
in order for me to part, be a part of that village, I have to be all that I can be. So those that's what motivates me. And then pleasing the Lord. Uh, I've lived so uh, much of my life doing what uh, he didn't want me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's like I'm getting older. I, ain't no, I can't keep saying, Lord, this, Lord, this, why ain't this happening? Just be obedient and do what I told you to do. That's what he keeps telling me. And then watch me work. And that's that's where I am right now. All right. Well, you're watching him, and he is working, and we're excited that we get to, to be a part of the journey. And so lastly, tell our listeners how they can connect with you on social media. Yes, you can go to Charvette's Facebook page and look in her friends list, Tanya White. Um, I'm on Facebook, and that's, and you can visit my site, TanyaWhite.com. I have some great things coming up. Um on this book, uh, I also would love if you have an event in your city or your church, yeah. and, uh, you want to bring the Yes, I Am Enough message to your city or church, please uh, connect with me. You can inbox me on Facebook or email me at Tanya at TanyaWhite.com. I am so ready to bring this to um, to cities all over this world because what we need to know is that we are enough. We are capable enough, uh, loving enough, good enough, to do and be all that God called us to be. So that's how you can connect with me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will keep up with you on social media and just wish you much more continued success. Okay. Thank you so much, Charvette. I love being on your oh. show and you. Much success to you, too. Oh, thank you. I receive it. I receive it. Mm-hmm. All right, listeners, guess what? We're going to take a quick commercial break. Then we're going to be back with our second segment. My guest is hanging out in the virtual green room. We're going to be talking to debut poet from Richmond, Virginia, by way of South Hill, Etta H. Bond is coming up. We're going to hear all about her new book, Reaching New Heights, Poems of Inspiration. Don't you move. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. Hello, we are 123jobzone.com, an online job search portal. We are user-friendly, and if you're searching for a job, with us, it's easy as 123. Step 1, go to www.123jobzone.com and register as a job seeker. Step 2, once registered, upload your resumes. Step 3, get connected with employers looking for people like you who are ready and willing to work. Don't forget to follow 123JobZone on Twitter and Facebook to find out more about our upcoming job fairs. What are you waiting for? Stop by 123JobZone.com today. Good luck with your job search. Industry Buzz with 3Gs.com. Join in today on the movement to bring integrity back to media. With one click of a button, you can disseminate your information right from Industry Buzz to all your favorite social sites like Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and to your email contact. Maximize your vision today. Plus, get the latest news, entertainment, and media. Need fashion or makeup tips? Looking for a job? Connect with us today. Want to connect with other business visionaries? Connect with us today. This site is for everyone from teens to music lovers, from businessmen and women, industry professionals and performers. As a member of Industry Buzz with 3Z, you'll gain help promoting your vision. Industry Buzz with 3Zs will expose, expand, and keep your fan base up to date with all your happening. Members also receive free or discounted perks from various sponsored companies. So join the social network. Expand and stabilize your business. Connect with like-minded individuals. Need an artist to minister at your upcoming event? Look on Industry Buzz. Have a voice and submit your article to our e-magazine. Industry Buzz with 3Zs is the place to globalize your vision. Establish it today. Be heard. It's all on IndustryBuzzWith3Zs.com. 
She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Listen, we're going to keep this train moving. We're going to keep this train moving. We're really excited to be bringing up to the mic Poet Etta H. Bond. Uh, again, in Richmond, Virginia, South Hill, all that good Virginia. We're just going to say Virginia. We're really excited uh, to feature and talk to this new poet. And so I'm bringing her up to the mic right now. Uh, Etta H. Bond, welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. It is great to be here, Charvette. I consider this a pleasure just to be with you. Oh, well, we are glad to have you and to be able to talk about this new book. But listen, I've just got to say, um, you, you've been writing, you wrote your first poem at the tender age of 12. Yes, actually, it was probably younger than that. I said 12. Okay. I remember um, when I was in the sixth grade, the, the teacher gave us an assignment to do. And um, the only way I could actually do the, the assignment was to write a poem. It seems as though whenever I wrote, it always helped me to remember things. So whenever I had to remember something, I would always just write a poem. It was just easy for me to do it that way. Awesome. And and then you never looked back. After that, you never I looked never, back. I never looked back. Through the years, I've written poems, just never really got serious about it. And all of a sudden, one day I decide, wow, you know, God has a purpose for me. And one day, you know, I'm going to have to answer to him for the gifts that he's given me, and I didn't use them. Wow. And so were you writing them in journals and on on pieces of paper and notebook? Like, were they just all over the place? They were just, to be honest with you, Charvette, they were just all over the place. Some yeah. of them I can't even find, and that's the only regret that I had when I was younger. I just wished that I would have kept journals. Yeah, yeah, and so um, now we we fast forward, and there's this brand new book out. And so uh, once you had that realization that okay, I need to really do something, you know, with my poems, um, publishing a book is a huge task. What made you say, okay, I've got to actually publish this? Okay, about, this probably was about 15 years ago, I entered into a a ladies' contest. It was actually with the federal government, a woman's, you know, contest, and really didn't give it much thought. You know, they actually assigned the topic. You couldn't pick your own topic. They assigned the topic, and the topic was reaching new heights. So I entered the poem contest, one third place, was excited about that, you know, you know, got a plaque and was excited, but still didn't do anything else. Again, for years, you know, I just, after even winning the poetry contest, I didn't do anything. And all of a sudden, one day, I ran into this beautiful lady, the one that introduced you and I together, what actually is two of them, Shirley T. Burke and Kim Ely. And, you know, it was just an opportunity. It's almost like all these years, you know, I said what I was going to do. Okay, my goal was to write a book of poetry. 
but I just kept procrastinating. And then you can meet certain people in your life, and they just inspire you, and it, you know, to want to do great things and just go after your dreams. That's amazing, and and everything aligned, and you were able to put out reaching new heights, poems of inspiration, and so. I know that you do have a lot of inspiration from your small town of South Hill. And so tell <laughs> listeners a little bit about South Hill. You know, we have people listening in from all over. But just describe South Hill and tell us a little bit about that area. Yes, I was raised in South Hill, you know, at a very young age. My father took me to live with my grandmother. South Hill was a very small town. Um, it had like three school districts. I lived in the Mecklenburg County area, went to Parkview High School, not sure whether you're familiar with that, Um, very small population, I believe when I was coming along, it it only had like one drugstore, not a lot of stores, you know, in the downtown area, and uh, so I, you know, went there, lived in South Hill until I, you know, after I graduated from high school, after graduating from high school, I left South Hill. My grandmother raised me, and, you know, she was just an inspiration to me and taught me so many things. As a matter of fact, you know, I dedicate, you know, this book to my grandmother as well as my mother and my father. And, of course, my husband, he inspired me. So to make a long story short, yeah, I lived in South Hill all of my life. And once I graduated, left South Hill, and now I only go to South Hill to visit. As a matter of fact, we got a class reunion coming up, and I'll be attending that class reunion. Oh, wow. And a listener, South Hill is in Virginia, uh, just for those that are kind of figuring out on the map. So South Hill, Virginia is what we are talking about. And so um, it's great to have those memories of your beloved grandmother. And um, faith, how has faith and your uh, faith in God played a role really in all of this? Well, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. You know, without God, you know, I I would have probably, I know that I would not be, you know, where I am today. And it was my belief and faith in God that, as I stated, motivated me to do something with my talent. And, of course, you know, I am married, and my husband has been a great, a big inspiration to me, and he's actually kind of, you know, he's encouraged me along the way, encouraged me along the way, so I thank God for that. But center of my life, and I know that with him, I can do all things, and as a result of him being in my life, here I am today, the first book of poetry. Wow. And we've got to celebrate this, your husband, Larry, of 32 years. You're right. Wow. You're right. <laughs> that is amazing. It I'm is. I don't last 32 minutes, 32 right. weeks, 32 months, but we celebrate. And uh, listeners, I think you need to clap it up and give some applause for 32 years of, of um, ministry and uh, marriage. I said ministry, but ministry and marriage. And uh, him just supporting you um, and pushing you towards this this direction, and so we we definitely celebrate that. And so, did all of outside of the poems, perhaps you couldn't find, did everything make it into the book? Like everything you've written over the years, or did you sit down and say, let me just write a certain set of poems to go into a book? Yeah, actually, yeah, I did. Everything did not make it into the book. 
um, it was the poems that are in the book are poems that have really inspired me. Like the title of one of my poems is My Mother, when my mother passed away in, uh, in 1993. So I wrote a poem, you know, in, in dedication of my mother. And then there's a poem in my book, Don't Give Up. Um, and anybody that reads this poem will be inspired not to give up. It, you know, as you read this poem, just let you know that, you know, we all go through things in life, you know. There's challenges that come up against us, but if we just stand still, hold tight, believe in God, trust in God, not give up, that, you know, we can make it. So the poems that are in the book today, you know, they were actually – I consider them, all my poems are special to me, but these particular poems, as a result of something happening in my life, caused me to write this poem. Another good example is Reaching New Heights, as I stated. You know, Reaching New Heights came about as a result of a poem, poetry contest that I wrote. So all of the poems, The Beauty of a Mother, so I could just go on and go on, run to win. I could just go on and go on, go on. All of them have a particular meaning and and were were written as a result of something that occurred in my life. There's one poem called Family Reunion, Kicking It Again with the Ken. <laughs> awesome. So that must stem from a family reunion or some type of family exactly. gathering. Exactly. Exactly. That stemmed from a family reunion, which was actually not that long ago, I think two years ago. Okay. How can people purchase your your book? They can go to Amazon. Uh, the book is out on Amazon. Um, that, you know, that's the best way to purchase it is to go to visit Amazon. All right. And again, listeners, that's reaching new heights. Poems of inspiration, Miss Etta H. Bond. And so, have you had an opportunity to have a book signing or a launch to kind of just let people in the area know that you? You put this masterpiece together? I'm actually working on that with Miss Kim Ellie Ellie right now. We're working on that. Have several events that's coming up at the public libraries here in Henrico, one in Petersburg, Virginia. So um, you know, I'm working, trying to put myself out there, trying to get this book out there because as stated, I believe that anyone that reads it, they will truly be inspired. Wonderful. And so for those that are um, interested in, you know, writing poetry, is it something that you basically get an inspiration or you get inspired and then you sit down and you can write the whole entire poem, or do you write it in sections? Uh, another perfect example actually is that um, I'm just usually inspired. You know, I've always stated, always said that I wanted to take a, a class, never gotten around to, you know, just signing up and just taking a poetry class. However, you know, I just I can just sit down and write a poem. Now, I remember, again, all of the poems that, that are in this book, they were inspired. The Beauty of a Mother is one of the poems that's in this book. As I read, when I wrote this poem, I was actually, you know, recovering from pneumonia. Um, you know, I, I, this was written as a result of me trying to, I, the church that I was attending at that time, they wanted me to prepare a poem and, you know, recite it for Mother's Day. So I found out I had pneumonia. I was inspired to write it. Even though I was sick, <laughs> I was still inspired oh, wow. to write The Beauty of a Mother. 
And to read The Beauty of a Mother, you would truly be inspired just by reading The Beauty of a Mother. So once again, I say all of these poems have a certain meaning to me. They're special to me. Oh, right. And would you be willing to share a poem, one either in the book or out of the book, that you have written with our with our audience? We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'd love to have, even if it's just a little piece, just to give them a sample. I'd be more than happy to. Awesome. All right, listeners, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Then when we come back, you are going to get to hear a sample live right here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, poet Etta H. Bond, sharing with you some poetry. I'm telling you what, this is a treat. We are always bringing you guests that are phenomenal and dynamic. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and then be ready when we get back. It's the Charvet Mitchell Radio Show. Charvet will be back after this. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. Diabetes is a killer. After I was diagnosed, I didn't feel sick, so I didn't listen to my doctor. Then it struck. I had a heart attack, then a stroke, and I was only 49. Two out of three people with diabetes die from heart disease or stroke. Call 1-800-DIABETES for your free diabetes survival guide. Choose to live. It's not too late. Don't let diabetes destroy your life. A message from the American Diabetes Association and the American College of Cardiology. A renewed mind, led by Coach Veronica, teaches black women to start over and create a life they love through self-reinvention, reclaiming themselves as a priority, and taking action towards their desires. Visit arenewedmindtoday.com. We have found that the most issues within our relationships, career, and self-worth stem from us forgetting to care for ourselves as much as we do for others. The void this creates causes stress, resentment, and frustration. If you are feeling stuck, wondering what else your life has to offer, or ready to experience what being your first priority feels like, let a renewed mind and Coach Veronica be your guide. Let our coaching services help you find the new you. Visit a renewedmindtoday.com. And influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Again, you're hanging out here, checking out the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hello to all of our listeners hanging out on the phone lines, those that are coming in from Twitter and Facebook and our broadcast stations and iTunes and you might be listening from an Alexa device uh, and all of that. We appreciate you here. We are excited. Uh, we started the top of the hour out uh, with uh, Tanya White, and I'm telling you what, empowerment speaker, author, uh, check out her book. And now we're in our second segment here. You know we love to spotlight authors, uh, and we have poet Etta H. Bond that is here with us discussing her new work and 
we're going to get you all, let you have an opportunity to hear some poetry here live on the air. So I'm bringing uh, Miss Etta back up to the mic live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. All right, so we are ready for you to share whatever you would like to share with our listeners. I want to share Reaching New Heights since this is actually the title of the book. I want to read the poem, Reaching New Heights. All right. I often dream the impossible, at least some would say. I see no harm in dreaming, for I'm reaching new heights my way. Persistence is an attribute, a gift from God above, while some of us possess it, yet others need a nudge. Endurance is expected, not just an old cliche. I'll be diligent and courageous, hardworking in every way. All odds may be against me. I don't worry or dismay, for I'm determined to make it, no matter what people say. The way gets tedious and tough. Sometimes I feel I've had enough. I keep pressing forward with all my might, holding on and doing what's right. I'm sure to reach new heights. I've been called a tortoise. We all know their way. Slow and lackadaisical, but steadfast to win the race. I'll dare to keep on dreaming. I won't ever go astray. I will not be discouraged. It will all pay off someday. There is nothing I can't accomplish. I always think this way. There's always a tomorrow, even if I may not succeed today. My aspirations grow stronger with each new passing day. I gain my strength from knowing that I will reach new heights my way. Wow, that's amazing and so eloquently read. I can definitely hear you reading and, and saying the poetry in events and things of that and special occasions. Have people hired you and brought you in to, to do that, to read poetry at events? Well, as I mentioned earlier, Chavette, on the 19th of April at 6 o'clock, I will be reading at the Libby Library here in Henrico. The 26th, I'll be um, at the library, the Petersburg Library. And on April the 30th, I'll be at you know, Petersburg Library. So, yeah, there's some events that's coming up that I'll have an opportunity to read the poetry. Oh, right. I love that. And has anyone ever had you uh, or requested a custom poem for a wedding or a baby dedication or anything of that nature? Uh, yes. I've had a, a friend of mine. Actually, when I wrote the um, the family reunion poem, that I was requested to write that. And, uh, yes, a friend of mine requested me to write a poem um, the Beauty of a Mother, that was actually requested. I had to write a mother a, a, a poem for Mother's Day, and mm-hmm. that poem came as a result of, you know, being a request, you know, to be on a program for Mother's Day. Oh, wow. How can people get in contact with you if there is a special request like that? Well, I'm actually um, on Facebook, um, Etta, 
it's actually author Etta B. You can find me on Facebook, um, and I'm actually posting, or you can reach out to me on Facebook. I'm also posting my events on Facebook, and I, I need to make a correction. Actually, on the 26th of April, I'm at the Fairfield Library in Henrico, and on the 30th, I am at the Petersburg Library. Awesome. And I have tagged your Facebook page, so listeners, that is a great connection point. I know you're following me, facebook.com slash Charvette, and then you can just jump over to the show flyer, and it's very easy to get over to author, Etta B, that page right. is all connected. And I love Facebook uh, because it allows you to connect with your readers and with those that are you know, interested in knowing what's going on with um, your poetry and with your world. So do you foresee another book uh, coming out? Absolutely. I'm working on that right now. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. The bug has bit you, and now it's like it's on now. No holding back. No holding back at all. Well, this is amazing. And so, again, listeners, we want to remind you, Reaching New Heights, Poems of Inspiration, that can be found right on Amazon. It's available in paperback. Uh, do you know if it's available in any other format? No, right now it's only available in paperback. Okay, great. Well, I, you know what? I've gotten to the point I used to want everything on a Kindle or everything on a tablet, and I think about a year and a half ago I just – I just switched, and it's like I want to feel the paper. I want to, you know, disconnect from social media, disconnect from being online. And so now I'm ordering, like, all of my books because I actually want the actual book now. So So I think that's great. Yeah, so you can put your bookmark and – you know, you can you can you can look through. I think it really is is really really great to have, um, you know, to have that. And so go ahead and grab that, listeners. And so uh, our show, the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. Of course, Jesus Christ is the center of my life, so I'm motivated by having him in my life. And another thing that motivates me is that you know I feel as though now. You know, because I've, you know, actually sat on my talent for so long, you know, and I didn't do anything with it. And as I stated, you know, I know that one day, you know, you know, I'll have to give an account to God for the gift that he's given me. You know, God gives all of us gifts and he expects us to use these gifts. So the thing that motivates me is I feel as though now I'm running to make up time that I've lost you know, and you can never make that time up. So it motivates me because I know that I cannot, you know, procrastinate any longer, that I've got to move forward, you know, and do something with those gifts. All right. Well, I'm telling you what, you're going to do well making up time and I, and just putting out into the atmosphere, into the universe, into all of us, these great poems that we can all be blessed by. And so shout out again to your publisher, Kim, and shout out to Miss Shirley, Shirley T. T. <laughs> yes, yes. We're actually heading to a conference together in Atlanta uh, this week. So I'll I'll actually in person uh, just, just let her know, yes, I had Miss Etta on the show. And so great connections. And it's so it's so great when you can do things 
in your own backyard. You know, we have everything we need. We right here in in Virginia and Richmond and Henrico and all of that. So it's great to be able to connect with uh, people that are right here and they help bring your your dreams alive. Right. That's awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much for stopping by the show, and we're just going to keep our eye out on you. Well, I appreciate it. It's an honor just to be on your show. I appreciate that. You are quite welcome. Thank you. All right, listeners, that's going to be a wrap for today's show. We thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you know what? Share the link with a friend. Post it on your Facebook and say, these two interviews were amazing. You all should go check it out. As always, all of our shows are available in the podcast format, so you're able to catch it. Even if you listen to the entire show live, you can go back and say, hey, I want to hear that poem again. Let me hear that again, and let me let me listen to see how I can buy Tanya's book and how I can buy Miss Etta's book. And so that's the great thing about the Internet. As always, check me out at charvette.com. And for my web design services, check me out at charvettemitchell.com. And we're excited to have new broadcast stations starting to broadcast our show to get more exposure for our guests and welcome to the new listeners we'll talk to you guys later bye live from richmond virginia you have been listening to the charvette mitchell radio show connect with her at charvette.com and until next week stay motivated excited and influenced the charvette mitchell radio show signing off Yeah.